What's up, legends? Welcome back to Unfiltered with me, Lindsay Hughes. And today, I'm so happy to have you here listening. Thank you so much, whether it's your first time listening or, you know, your 27th, because this is, in fact, our 27th episode. So today, I'm really excited for this topic. Honestly, you guys have been wanting to talk about this for a while. Today is going to be another dating episode, and we're going to be talking today about dating deal breakers, which I think is really important, really also kind of fun because these are so personal, you know, and so different for every, every person. And you guys submitted a ton of your dating deal breakers, as well as some situations and stories in which they played out in your connections and relationships. And I'm going to share my main dating deal breakers as well. And we're just going to kind of talk about like, okay, what is actually a deal breaker versus what is, you know, super, super high unattainable standards versus like having a particular type and just overall, you know, things that we can and cannot compromise on. Also, if you guys listened to last week's episode with my mom, I got such great feedback on that episode and it's only been up for two days because I'm recording this on Wednesday. It came out on Monday and my mom has just been so sweet too. And so like taken aback by you guys' kind words and comments and feedback on the episode. So thank you guys so much. I'm really glad you enjoyed that. It was super important to me to have my mom on the podcast at some point and hopefully she'll even be on a future episode. So thank you guys very much for just, I, I always always appreciate your feedback on every episode. Um, so keep it up, you guys. I love hearing from you. Even if, you know, I don't reply to your DM or something like that, please trust that I see all of them. I see all of the comments on the unfiltered Instagram. So yeah, if you guys don't already follow the Instagram, that is the best way to stay updated and actually get to like submit your stories and your voice messages and just like even vote on the episode um, topics and things like that. I'm going to shout out our reviewer of the week from the last week. And that is Lauren and Lauren's review says, the transparency and honesty Lindsay gives through all her channels made me so excited when I saw she came out with a podcast. It truly feels like you're interacting with a friend when you listen to this podcast. The topics are fresh and you can see how much work she puts into this podcast to make this feel like home to all her viewers. Best podcast ever. Lauren, thank you so much for taking the time to leave a review. And if you guys want to be the reviewer of the week next week, you know what to do at this point. So we'll have another one next week. And I did want to do a quick little weekly catch up. I don't, I really don't have much to say um, other than I've been in a really great mood. I've had a great week. I've literally been spending time completely just by myself and loving it so much, just loving my routine and enjoying the end of summer. My sister is actually coming to visit in a couple days on Sunday. So yeah, we will definitely try to at least do some content when she's here, whether it's like a video or maybe an Instagram live. She's already been on the podcast, so we probably won't do another podcast episode, um, but she'll probably be on you know future episodes. So shout out to Megan if you're listening. Um, she's coming to visit me. So excited. And other than that, yeah, you guys have just been like super into my routine and my work. Like I wanted to also say, like I announced this on my Instagram yesterday, but my current content schedule, just so you guys know, like what to expect from me is obviously one podcast episode a week that comes out on Mondays. And then I'm doing one YouTube video a week. That is like my current commitment. I used to be doing about two videos a week, but now that I have my Patreon, it's just too much to make like 
10 videos in a month, you know what I mean? And keep up with that. So I'm doing one video a week on YouTube and one video a week on Patreon. So that's eight videos a month on all of my channels, which I think is really good. So uh, yeah, you can expect that. And more than that too, uh, on the Patreon, we have close friends stories and we have like audio recordings and writing posts and secret pictures that aren't shared anywhere else and things like that. So that's always linked in the show notes. You guys know that's pretty much my intro slash weekly catch up for this week. Um, That leads me into my bops and flops of the week. And honestly, it was super hard to think of a flop this week because um, it's been a really good week. So my flop is really like so minimal, but it is that, you know, summer is coming to an end. Not yet. You know, it's still like mid-August, of course. We still have August and really looking forward to September too. I'm getting to see my whole family in September. We're taking a trip to like a cabin in Montana. Um, Just me and like my brother, sister, mom, and dad, not like extended family, but I'm so excited for that. So I actually am like super excited for the future, Um, but you know, summer's ending and like, (laughs) I'm I'm a little sad about that because I've really been enjoying like getting out because, you know, obviously this summer, you know, most of the things we're going to be able to do are distanced and outside. So, you know, like floating the river, I've really, you know, enjoyed that this summer and going to the park with a friend, you know, and my um, sunset walks. I've been taking my sunset walks. Obviously I can do all of this stuff in the fall, but you know, just those summer nights, something about a summer night, like watching the sunset and it's not like cold outside, but it still feels just good when you walk outside. I don't know. I know a lot of people are so pumped for the fall and I definitely am excited, but I, yeah, I'm going to miss summer. So that's my only flop of the week. Very, very minimal. (laughs) And now moving on to my bops of the week. First bop of the week is um, you guys reacting and commenting and supporting me so much on the last vlog I uploaded, which when you hear this, there probably will be another vlog, but the one that I talked about um, weight gain And yeah, I mean, I knew that you guys were going to be kind and supportive because you always are. And I just know, like, I just know my audience. I know you guys. And, um, I was just blown away. I got so many messages, so many comments of people just really relating. And it was interesting. It was nice to see so many of us women relating on that. Not that it's like, oh, I want us to be like struggling with this together, of course, but it was just nice to feel the support from so many of you guys. And like so many of you guys understand and are kind of like, have been struggling with that same thing as me. And, you know, we can just understand each other in that way. So thank you so much. If you took the time to send like a message or a comment on that vlog, I know I can't reply to everything you guys. I I wish I could it honestly, if I, you know, got up a little early every day, I could probably reply to all my stuff. So I'm not saying that I can't do it. I'm just saying if I don't reply to a message or anything you ever send, please know that I really do see everything. And even if I can't reply, I see it and I appreciate it. And I read all my comments. So definitely know that I'm not one of those YouTubers that like gets so many comments that she can't read them. I definitely read all my comments and always appreciate a like on a video, a comment. Okay. 
you guys get it. <laughs> um, engagement, it really helps. My other bop I already mentioned is that my sister is coming to visit. So really excited to adventure around Idaho and Boise with her. So I'm definitely going to try to vlog. So I feel like I'd be disappointed if I didn't. Sometimes I fail. Like I, I always never get enough when I'm vlogging when like my sister comes or something. Cause I just, I don't know. I just get so excited and then I don't film anything. It's super weird, but, um, I'm going to definitely try to at least vlog like some of when she's here. So look out for that pretty soon. All right, guys, that's pretty much it for the intro this week. Thank you so much to our longtime sponsor on this podcast of Anchor. So Anchor is actually how I make this podcast. I wouldn't even have this podcast if it wasn't for the free tool that is the platform Anchor. So as I said, it is completely free. Anybody can make a podcast from your house, from your phone, from your computer, Anchor distributes your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and everywhere else. And you can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's basically everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And it actually is, you guys, I stan Anchor so hard. You can download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started with recording your own podcast. So now let's get into talking about dating deal breakers. So first I wanted to share the ones that I thought of before I read any of you guys's. And then once I read you guys's that you submitted, I thought of so many more. <laughs> first thing I want to say is what exactly is a dating deal breaker? I mean, I think most of us know, but I think it basically comes down to it's, it's a preference that we're not going to budge on. You know, it's something that we're like, okay, I am actually not going to be able to date or pursue a person because of this thing. And what I think is so interesting about our deal breakers is that they really, they really, um, what's the word vary from person to person. And my deal breakers, they're not necessarily going to be the same as you guys's. I mean, of course, some things might overlap, but they're different from person to person. And that's kind of, that's actually kind of the beauty in it because hopefully, you know, there's someone out there for everybody because we all have things that we do like and we don't like, and we're going to settle on or we're not going to settle on. So, um, I did just kind of want to say up top, like, I hope this doesn't come off as like, just, you know, a negative episode about, oh my gosh, just all these like shitty things and bad things that people can do or, you know, qualities. And I mean, obviously that's kind of what a deal breaker is. It's something that you're not going to compromise on. Um, um, but I did just want to say, like, I don't want this to come off as like, oh my God, if like you guys are dating someone that does any of these things, like, how dare you? Like, of course not. These are just things that I'm going to be sharing and then reading off of you guys's. So yeah, everyone has their own opinion. There definitely are going to be things, of course, there's going to be compromises that we all have to make things that we're, we don't love about our partner that they may do. And, you know, maybe those aren't our deal breakers because we are totally able to overlook something something like that, uh, depending on, of course, what it is and be with our partner and love them. And so I do think there's definitely a difference between a, you know, a deal breaker and something that you're willing to compromise on that you might not be obsessed with about a person that you're dating or your partner. And then that goes into like 
having unreasonably high expectations, which I know some of you guys have shared that is something for you in dating. And I, once again, I do not think it is bad to have high expectations. Like I, I really don't, I recommend having some high expectations for yourself. Um, but overall also kind of accepting, like we're not necessarily going to be able to design this like perfect person that comes into our life. Maybe, maybe we'll get lucky and literally the, you know, no one's perfect, obviously, but maybe we can manifest our, you know, dream partner. I mean, hopefully, but there probably are going to be, you know, a few, a few little things that you learn, especially as you get into like a multi-year long relationship about someone, um, that you guys are both just going to compromise on things about each other. With that being said, shall I just start it off by reading some of my dating deal breakers? And of course, I don't ever feel like I, sometimes I feel like I need to make disclaimers. Once again, these are my personal things and it is totally fine for you to disagree on any of them. Okay. Or to agree. Uh, okay. My first biggest one, this is probably not going to shock, um, hardly anyone is somebody who actively supports Trump slash, you know, is planning to vote for Trump this year. A Trumpy, as I call them, really the only time I will see this is like when I'm scrolling through dating apps, if they're conservative and you know, they have anything on there about Trump or being Republican, um, heavily, you know, Republican, I, I personally do not want to match. You know, I just feel like that Yes, do you know do you know do your thing and there will probably be another woman out there to to match, you know, a fellow Trump supporter. But for me that is one of my deal breakers is somebody who sup- actively supports Trump. I ideally you guys how I feel about political beliefs in dating. Ideally, I really have to be with someone who has similar big political beliefs to me. Of course, we are not going to agree on everything. I think it's almost nearly impossible to agree politically, to align politically about every single belief and every single thing with somebody. Um, You know, it might seem like it's easy, but you know, there's going to be things that there's so many topics that can be political. And so not necessarily, I don't have to have someone that has all the same beliefs as me, but we do have to be able to pretty much align. Um, and I'll kind of go into that more with my next deal breaker, a little separate from politics in my opinion. And that is somebody who doesn't stand up for human rights issues and believe in equality for all races, genders, and sexual orientations. So if somebody is homophobic, that is a huge deal breaker and turnoff for me, obviously Um, it's 2020. Even if I get a slight hint of that, I am very, very turned off. Um, and of course, just believing in equality for, you know, men and women equally, all genders, um, and all races, of course. So that is something that is extremely, these are like my top, my, some of my top ones, you guys, my deal breakers. And when I asked you guys, of course, so many of you also said, you know, political things, somebody that shares similar political beliefs as me. Another one of my personal deal breakers is fuckboy tendencies and fuckboy behavior. So if you guys happen to have missed it, I think about three episodes ago, 
I'm pretty sure I did my fuckboys episode. We talked about fuckboys, manipulation, and gaslighting and dating. So if you guys missed the fuckboys episode, oh, I think it was definitely a good one. Go check that out if you happen to have not listened to that. But yes, any sign of a fuckboy, like just an asshole, a guy that, you know, I talked about this in that episode a lot. So if I get any whiff of a fuckboy tendency... I am so turned off and I dry up faster than the Sahara. Okay, my next one, you know, honestly, I don't want this to sound offensive. I really don't. It is just absolutely the opposite of my type. So yes, you know, we have our types and the absolute opposite of my type is when I'm swiping on dating apps and I see a man um, dressed in some sort of a camo, either with a dead animal that he has killed or a man holding up a fish um, as one of their photos that they've chosen for the dating app. I mean, live your life. Like if you are into fishing, if you are into hunting, you know, live your life. Okay. You can be into that stuff. Of course. I'm not particularly into those things. Not that I wouldn't date a man who is into fishing, but I would prefer that he didn't, um, upload photos to social media of him holding a giant dead fish that he caught because for some reason it's just very, a little bit strange to me. And I don't really understand the, um, the appeal there. Like, is it impressive, you know, to women? Maybe some women are very turned on by that, but I would say, you know, the camo truck driving, um, hunting, um, you know, fishing man with the fish photo on their dating app profile. I literally don't care how cute you are. I will never swipe. And that is once again, totally just a thing about my type and my preferences. So that's one of my deal breakers, honestly, like a man with a f- holding up a fish or a really like camo, you know, truck driving man. It's just not my thing. You guys, I'm not saying I would never date a man that drove a pickup truck because they could just drive a pickup truck and not have any of those other qualities. So I would be potentially open to the idea, but not if they're a Trumpy. So that's just honestly, once again, how I feel, one of my deal breakers. My next one, again, physical, you know, preference is, you know, the gym rat guy who sends like a flexing shirtless mirror photo, or just like takes a lot of mirror photos at the gym shirtless, but then like puts them on his dating app profile. Like I'm all for a nice progress pick. Of course I want a man that is up on his fitness, like, but at the same time, they don't have to be, you know, super into the gym. Like I don't want a gym rat, but if they, you know, were very into fitness, I just wouldn't want, you know, the mirror shirtless pictures. And that's just, once again, that's one of my things about my type. I'm just not really into that. What I mean by this one is just my deal breaker here is, you know, signs of cockiness. That is actually one of my biggest, biggest turnoffs is, oh my gosh, just like, a guy that you can just tell they're just so cocky. I had a recent experience matching with this guy and we didn't even meet up in person. Just everything this guy said just rubbed me the wrong way. I I could instantly tell that he was a fuck boy and it was just, I don't know. Do cocky people even know that they're cocky sometimes? Because I really wonder. 
So yeah, cockiness super, super turns me off, you know, and that is different than confidence. I do really appreciate a confident man. I just think there is a difference, you know, someone who's like obsessed with himself. I really think you can tell something like that and loving yourself and being obsessed with yourself are, um, you know, a little bit different in my opinion. My next dating deal breaker is a guy that tries to control me or to like dim my personality is, you know, a guy that thinks I'm too much. So I did a whole episode about being too much, um, and shared a personal experience about that. So you guys can check that out if you happen to have missed it, but yeah. Oh my gosh. A controlling guy. Hell fucking no. Like if you're trying to tell me, a, like if you're trying to comment on what I wear or trying to control in any, if I sniff a sign of a controlling man, I get honestly very angry because I'm never going to try and control like what you're wearing. And I just, I don't know. I just think it's so, ugh, it makes me very bleh, upset. Uh, so yeah, a controlling a man's, we do not stand. And honestly, in my experience with dating, there's a lot of guys that have some kind of controlling women things. Like even if they're pretty under wrapped, whether it's that, you know, I'm not going to say it's all, it all comes from a place of them being controlling, but there just are some tendencies such as like, Oh, you know, you're so much like a guy that wants you to like dim your personality or like not be your full authentic self. I mean, that is a controlling trait. You know what I mean? So anything like that really rubs me the wrong way. And I just, I really have to be like, wow, absolutely not. Because you know that if you see signs of something like that from the get go, it honestly, you guys, it is going to get worse. It is not going to get better. If you get into a relationship with this person who is a little bit controlling, I guarantee you once you become their girlfriend, it is going to get worse. So in my experience, you know, so that is one for sure. Let's keep it going. Another deal breaker is someone who is not adventurous or down to travel with me. I have to have somebody that of course, will at least go on like one or two trips a year with me or like wants to go and like do fun things with me on the weekend. So that is something that's super, super important to me. I'm really turned off by people that never, ever, ever, ever travel. Um, I just think it's a little bit weird. <laughs> that's just how I feel, honestly. Like obviously we're in a fucking pandemic, so people aren't traveling as much, of course, but you guys know what I'm saying. People that like literally never go anywhere, like anywhere. They're just always in their hometown or whatever it is. I'm like, honey, let's like at least a road trip or something. Like, come on. So yeah, I gotta have someone that's like down to go on some trips with me, of course. Um, okay. Another one. This is a, this is a big one. You guys, <laughs> I'm just going to start it off with a little song for you guys. I don't want no scrub. A scrub is a guy that can't get no love from me. Hanging out his best friends right on the passenger side. Trying to holler at me. <laughs> Wait, why did that sound kind of good? <laughs> anyway, you guys, yes. Um, you know, the scrub type, that song, I would say overall, what I mean by this deal breaker is a guy um, that is not motivated 
whatsoever in life or work lacks overall direction and, you know, no, no job, no car or his own place. You know, you guys know what I'm talking about. Y'all, we know what this type of a man's looks like. And, um, you know, listen, obviously people are going to have times where they're struggling and people might, you know, lose their job. People might, you know, just have a hard period where they're like, I don't know what I want to do with my life. That is so fine. That's so relatable. We all have those moments, but you guys know if you have like been with somebody like this, that is consistently just not motivated and lacks direction. I think, you know, the type of like person I'm talking about and they just never really get out of that. So that is definitely another one of my deal breakers because I, I just feel like I kind of have my shit together in those aspects. You know what I mean? Like I've had my own place since I was, um, you know, 18 and, you know, career going, going strong. I I have a car. (laughs) I, you know, so I, I definitely need those kind of bare minimum things in general from a man's. Okay. (laughs) Um, my next deal breaker doesn't like dogs. This one is super important for me. If you have a pet, I'm sure one of your deal breakers is probably doesn't like cats, doesn't like dogs, doesn't like whatever pet that you have. I actually like would not date someone that's not a dog person. <laughs> I um, earlier this year I like matched with this guy and we went on a couple dates and I remember we were gonna meet at the park for one of our dates and I was like, can I bring my dog? And he was like what kind of dog? And I told him, and then he's like, okay, short hair dog. Um, yeah, that should be fine. Like I'm allergic and literally my heart dropped. (laughs) Like he is allergic to dogs. I'm actually also allergic to dogs, but I just live with it. (laughs) Obviously some people's allergies are quite worse, but yeah, you guys, oh my gosh, someone that was like, I guess not liking dogs and being allergic to dogs are two different things, but he never asked any questions about my dog. Like he never asked my dog's name or anything like that. And literally if I can't talk to someone about my dog or like if they don't have a dog or, you know, love dogs, I actually can't date someone like that. So I totally understand allergies and personal preferences as well. Like personally, I'm not really a cat person. So if some, and I'm also allergic. So if somebody was really like had a cat, if a guy had a cat, honestly, I probably just like wouldn't really be super I would just have to really make that work if I really liked him. I'd have to, you know, take allergy medicine to go over to his place. And I could be, I could get into a cat, you know what I mean? But, you know, I could be somebody's deal breaker on this if they needed someone that was a cat lover. I'm, you know, I'm not the woman. The last big one that I thought of before I get into some of you guys is, I know I've been sharing mine for so long, but hopefully you guys are enjoying this. Um, my last one is someone who doesn't support my work or is like, um, intimidated by my work or wants to like use me for followers or clout or anything like that. I put literally my entire life on the internet. I get very personal, you know, I, yeah, my entire job is sharing my life on the internet. Um, so I have to have somebody that supports that. They don't necessarily have to understand it. They don't necessarily have to, you know, watch my videos or listen to my podcast, but somebody that supports what I do and isn't like, weird about it or wants me or like acts like it's not a real job or things like that. Like those are 
basically just someone who doesn't support my work, that would definitely have to be a deal breaker for me. Okay. So those were, you know, just off the top of my head, some of the deal breakers that I thought of. Hopefully you guys enjoyed hearing that. And next I wanted to play a couple voice messages from you guys that submitted. I love hearing you guys' voice messages. I feel like I haven't played them on an episode in a while. So please, you guys, if you ever, you know, see me requesting you guys' stories or questions for the episode, I always love getting a good voice message because it's just fun to hear you guys' voices and have it be, you know, interactive in that way. So let's play Alyssa's Dating Deal Breaker. Hi, Lindsay. Uh, One of my deal breakers would be when I feel like I'm constantly trying to make the plans or I feel like I'm the only one who's putting effort towards, you know, seeing the person again. Um, Also, when I'm the only person like making the effort in the texting conversation, which is huge. So yeah, that's one of my deal breakers. Girl, relatable. I feel really the same way about this. I feel like, you know, yeah, it's just really hard when someone is not meeting you halfway and not contributing anything. Honestly, I love a decisive man, but you know what? I'm pretty decisive too. Like I'm not one of those people. I literally never, ever, ever relate when you, you guys know it's not like a meme, but it's like a really common thing um, where people will, will just be like, Oh, I'm totally that type of person that when somebody asks me, like, where do you want to eat? I never know. And I'm like, wait, I don't know. Where do you want to eat? Bitch, I always have an answer. Like, straight up, I'll just scream something out. Like, I don't know. And I, I know that, you know, sometimes, obviously, some people have hard harder times, like, making up their minds and making decisions. So uh, not necessarily a deal breaker for me, but definitely what you said about, like, you're always keeping the texting conversation going and they're giving you nothing. It's like, oh, just give me a little something. (laughs) Okay. I wanted to play one more voice message and this one is from Liv. Hi, Lindsay. I just want to say, um, I've been a big fan for a really long time and now I love your podcast. My dating deal breaker is definitely cigarettes and bad teeth. Um, I'm just a non- cigarette smoker the smell absolutely disgusts me and I did date someone for a brief period of time and he was a cigarette smoker and he's still a great person we're still in touch but him constantly you know bouncing his leg and knowing he needs a cigarette walking out of a party walking out of a room a movie theater I just felt like he was never in the moment in anything and that's why that's a big deal breaker for me Oh, Liv, I feel you. I feel you. I'm actually surprised this one didn't come up when I was writing mine down. I think I just didn't really think about like smoking and drinking stuff for some reason, but there are definitely things with both smoking and drinking that are deal breakers for me. I agree with you there. I am not a cigarette smoker as well. And I do, I really don't think, I actually haven't dated someone. Well, uh, that's kind of a lie. I, I didn't necessarily date like a smoker, but he had like a little bit of a phase, but that was like so long ago and we barely dated for any amount of time, honestly. So, um, I totally feel you on that. I think it's much probably easier if you are a cigarette smoker to date another smoker because you guys could kind of like have your little smoke breaks together and stuff. And yeah, I totally understand. I mean, especially like as a person, I always think about like, traveling on a plane as a, as a smoker, like long flights. Can you even take a long flight if you are like 
actually addicted to smoking? You know what I mean? Can you take like a 10 hour flight? Would you have to like have a little nicotine gum or like a patch on the flight? Genuinely, these are questions that I wonder. Maybe you just don't take long flights. I really don't know. Because obviously you can't smoke a cigarette on an airplane. Most other times I feel like you can like get away to like smoke a cigarette if you need to. But I totally agree with you on this. This is definitely a deal breaker for me as well. Um, And yeah, a lot of you guys said the same thing. Tons of you guys were like, um, you know, cigarette smoking and like you know, bad breath and bad teeth and things like that, that kind of go along with it. So now moving on to you guys' Instagram responses, I got so many. (laughs) So thank you guys very much. I enjoyed reading through them, but yeah, tons of you guys also said smoking for years. And then a lot of you guys as well said like hard drugs, which I definitely feel that too. Like, uh, you know, even like a guy that's into cocaine on the occasion is a little bit of a concern for me. Coke is a pretty common drug, to be honest. It's definitely a hard drug. Um, I'm not into cocaine personally. I've never had like great experiences with it. I've definitely tried it and it's a pretty common drug. Like I would say after, you know, like smoking weed, like partying, you're going to, you're going to find Coke, whether you're in college or like in your twenties or even people in, you know, their thirties, forties, I don't fucking know. Like I know Coke is a pretty common one. And especially living in LA, um, you see it a lot at like parties and, um, going out and things like that. But I definitely like am not into someone that's into Coke or anything harder than that. Um, definitely I, I'm fine with psychedelics. I'm fine with weed as long as it doesn't like literally take over their life. I like, I wouldn't prefer my guy to be a stoner, but I also wouldn't want him to like be opposed to weed. So I don't know. I'm fine with the stoner, honestly, as long as it doesn't keep them from like doing, living their life. You know what I mean? Like as long as they're still motivated, I'm honestly fine with it. I've definitely dated lots of stoners. That's why is that my type? I don't know. (laughs) Um, but they gotta be a motivated stoner. Okay. And then, yeah, how I feel about drug use, like I said, anything harder than Coke and even like more than very, very once in a blue moon doing Coke, I'm not really interested. So that's, you know, how I feel about that. But like I said, I'm fine with psychedelics. I'm fine with like a little fun festival moment. I'm fine with weed. So that, you know, and that's going to be different from person to person. Some people would never date somebody that is into smoking weed or does any type of drugs at all. Um, I think the way I look at drugs is a little different because I kind of see psychedelics and weed not really as, you know, drugs, especially not hard drugs in my opinion, but I know that of course they technically are still drugs, right? So, okay. I kind of wanted to like quickly read off some of you guys' ones that you sent in that I didn't really think of that I thought were interesting. So, um, if a guy says he doesn't like feminists or thinks feminism isn't necessary, and then it's like, it says shudder with like the stars around it. Shudder. <laughs> yes. Yes. So this is kind of what I was talking about a little bit earlier, just like obviously equality for all races, genders, sexual orientations. So I agree. I'm not about to have a debate about feminism with a man. Like, hell no, honey. (laughs) No, (laughs) I don't have time for it. Or a man who at least 
knows that feminism literally means equality for both genders. It doesn't mean, oh, women are, women are better than men. Like I'm so over guys thinking that that's, or just anyone thinking that that's what feminism is. Like, I mean, I guess it's a little confusing because the word is feminism, but just look it up on Google, honey, and you'll understand it literally just means equality for men, women, and all genders. Okay. Another dating deal breaker from you guys. When someone has cheated in the past, I can't get past it. Totally, totally. I said this, I think, in my fuckboys episode. But yeah, I'm not going to say once a cheater, always a cheater. But I am going to say if you know that somebody has cheated, I would just be super, super reluctant. I don't know. I just think like, especially, I don't know, someone like tells you that or someone or you heard through the grapevine about some cheating or this is one that I definitely am like, hell no. Like if a guy cheats on someone he's dating with you and then you get with him and you're dating him, I don't know. That is sketch, sketch, sketch city, you guys. (laughs) Sketch city. I just think I made that up. (laughs) But truly, you guys, yeah, cheating, you gotta be careful for that shit, like, for sure. And not to say that people can't change, of course, but I don't know. I definitely understand, for sure, that being a deal breaker. Okay, this deal breaker is being rude to waiters or service industry workers, lying and cheating and inconsiderateness. So yes, I love that somebody submitted like being rude to, you know, waiters and service workers because that's so fucking true. I don't even know what I would do if I was with someone that was just, even when people not aren't necessarily rude, but they don't say like, you know, as soon as your waiter comes over, does literally anything for you. I feel like it's just so normal to be like, thank you. Like if they bring you anything, even if they just come over and check on you, like a night, like after you talk to them, thank you. Someone that doesn't say a lot of thank yous when we're out to eat and you know, it's just rubs me the wrong way. (laughs) So I totally feel you. Next dating deal breaker from you guys doesn't establish a connection or relationship with my family. My family is number one. Ooh, that is an interesting one, you know, because yeah, if you're casually dating someone, they might not meet your family. But if you're seriously dating someone at some point, you know, probably you're going to meet each other's families, especially if you're super close with your family and you guys like live in the same place. You know what I mean? So I can totally understand that being a deal breaker for sure. I definitely like if I was seriously dating someone and they had, you know, no interest in connecting with my family, at least like trying to, and being of course, like respectful and open to meeting my family, I'd be really weirded out about that. So they don't necessarily have to, you know, the first time have the best connection ever, but you know what I mean? Just someone who like wants that, that is super attractive to me. Okay. This one made me laugh. (laughs) Men who are in their twenties and thirties, but still attached to their mother's nipple. (laughs) in parentheses mama's boy (laughs) it just makes me laugh 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 and yes I mean I will say um I don't want a mama's boy per se I definitely don't want a man that's like always you know attached to his mom but it is important to me to have a man that speaks well about his mom, obviously, unless they have some sort of a strained relationship, which I totally understand, but you know, just respects his mother. So that is, I guess that's kind of a different thing than being, 
you know, attached to the nipple. So I, I kind of, I kind of know what you're saying. Next one, a huge deal breaker personally for me was transportation. I'm no chauffeur. (laughs) Bitch. Yes. Hell no. If we're after, honestly, if we are past the age of being teenagers in high school and I'm a chauffeur, it's so unattractive. It's so unattractive. Bitch, get a license. I mean, you know, I understand being young and not having a car. I didn't have a car uh, for three years. I just got a car again last year. Okay. Like that is fine. But at least like know how to drive, have a license, like some form. Yeah. I'm not going to be anyone's chauffeur. I totally agree with that. Okay. All right. Next one. This was one I definitely wanted to talk about. The deal breaker is height. I'm 5'4". I talked to a 5'5 guy. Sorry to say, but never again. (laughs) Okay. So height. This is one I actually didn't put on mine because, okay, how I feel about height is probably a little bit different than most girls feel about height. And it is something that I can get past as long as they are at least an inch taller than me. Um, Obviously, like I would prefer, you know, a little bit taller, but I'm not one of those girls that's like, you have to be six foot or you're not getting a chance. Like, honestly, I'm only five, five. If I was dating a guy, you know what I mean? That's like five, eight or five, nine. Like, I'm not going to be upset about that. I think that's fine you don't have control over your height. And I will say like, I wouldn't date someone that is shorter than me. I mean, I am only five, five, so it's not very common that I'm encountering guys that are shorter than five, five, not that it doesn't exist, but, um, I know that this is a deal breaker for so many girls and also guys too. like guys typically, you know, want a girl that's obviously shorter than them. And some guys might have like height preferences too about like, you know, she has to be at least like five inches shorter than me or can't be taller than me. I don't know, things like that. But I do think there's someone out there for everyone. There's super tall girls. There's super tall guys. There's super short girls and super short guys. And hopefully, you know, it all can work out. (laughs) But yeah, height being a deal breaker is a super common one. I think that, mm, so I'm five, five. I think like I could date someone that was five, six, if they were literally like so amazing in every single way. Like I, I think I could get past it. I wouldn't be like super, like that wouldn't be my, my preferred height preference. I do think it's a deal breaker for me in the sense that, yeah, I wouldn't date someone that's shorter than me. So I definitely understand this one. Next deal breaker, someone who has a temper and is quick to anger. Yes, definitely feel that. Um, we do not like signs of temper. That type of a guy fucking scares me, honey. Like, no, obviously everyone gets upset and gets angry, but you know, when it's like a normal amount that is like normal to deal with in a relationship or not. Um, okay. (laughs) This one made me laugh because it like talks about my favorite podcast, Girls Gotta Eat. And so she said, I feel like Ash Hess, which is one of the hosts in that podcast. But I'm sorry, if you don't brush your teeth and your breath stinks, we can't date. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that is just actually really never going to work. Like, because it's like, how do you even bring that up? 
agreeing on how we're going to raise kids together and parenting styles. So definitely thought this one was interesting because it pertains more to, you know, a pretty serious relationship. But I definitely think that is super important if you're planning on having kids with someone. Okay, this one is kind of like what I was talking about earlier, but doesn't respect his mom. Big red flag. I really, really agree with this. I think that, like I said, I don't necessarily you know, want a mama's boy, but definitely someone that speaks well of their mom, unless their mom is like just... I don't know, totally like a shitty person or something. And like I said, unless it's like a strained relationship and there's like some fucked up shit going on there. I think that, you know, it's really attractive when a guy like speaks well about their mom. I I just think it's really attractive to me. So love that. Okay. Next one is messy and unorganized. Ooh, I wonder if a Virgo wrote this, (laughs) but yes, I think that Definitely, if you are getting into like a living together type of situation, that's when this shit would kind of come up. Or if you guys are spending a lot of time together at one another's place. Oh my gosh, really? Yeah, like, I don't know. I think I can get past a guy that's eh. like a lot of guys just have kind of messy or strangely set up rooms. You know what I mean? Like you go in there and you're kind of like, what is happening in here? (laughs) A lot of guys don't necessarily have their like home decor shit together. And I think that that's fine. Like hopefully they'll improve when they get older. I can totally deal with a little bit of mess. I'm not walking into a fucking pigsty, like some really fucking gross shit, like going into guys' bathrooms. If it's like a house of all guys, there is literally nothing worse. And bitch, okay, does anyone else feel like this? I talked about this on one of my like Patreon live streams and you guys were like, holy shit, like, yes, Lindsay, why does no one ever talk about this? When you go into like, have you guys ever been in the bathroom of a house or apartment where it's just guys that live there? Why is there never hand soap? at the sink. The bathroom is typically fucking gross or a disaster. I mean, you know, maybe they cleaned it a little bit for you, but bitch, tell me why they never have any hand soap. Do you guys just not care about this shit? I mean, are even if there's a bar of soap, like even there, if there's just a fucking bar of soap lying on the counter, that is fine. You know, the bare minimum, but what is up with guys in their guy houses, not having fucking hand soap. And then have you guys ever had this experience? Like you go to, they do have hand soap. Oh my God, it's a fucking miracle. And then you go to squeeze the soap on your hand and literally just water comes out. Like they filled it, it got emptied. They use the whole soap and they just fill it up with water and act like that is a thing that people do. Like what the fuck is this shit? (laughs) I'm sorry, but you guys, that is one of my things that I just do not understand about guys. I'm like, so are you not washing your hands after you shit? Like, I just really have a lot of questions about that. So please, girls, encourage your men, if they live on their own, to keep up, at least in the bathroom that you or guests are going to be using. Like, hey, if it's the bathroom in their bedroom 
and that is like, you know, separate, whatever. I would still appreciate at least a bar of soap. Okay. You can probably get a bar of soap for like 50 fucking cents, but at least in like the main bathroom of the apartment or the house, come on, you need at least a couple squirts of hand soap in that dispenser. Okay. Sorry. I kind of went off on a rant on that one. I'm just going to read a couple more because I'm getting to almost an hour now. And I don't know if you guys are like violently bored. So, um, I'll read through, I'll just read through these ones pretty quickly because I don't need to comment on everything, but for some reason I feel the need to. Okay. Being on your phone all the time. T, T, T. Oh, this is actually the last one that I screenshotted. Um, There was definitely more, but the last one I screenshotted is clinginess. I can't stand a dependent man. Yeah, that is the ones I'm going to read today. There was a lot more, but I've been trying to keep my episode, well, my solo episodes to like less than an hour or, you know, about an hour, because if it's just me talking, I'm kind of like, you know, over an hour of just me chatting. It's a bit much. Um, so with my guest, you know, episodes, though, those will always probably be a little bit longer because we're having a nice back and forth convo, but I'm going to go ahead and leave it here for today. I hope that you guys at least got some entertainment, some enjoyment. We're able to relate to this. Thank you so much to anyone who submitted, even if I didn't read yours on here, trust me, I read and saw all of them and I really appreciate it. So hope you guys enjoyed this. Let me know if you want more dating episodes where we talk about stuff like this, or, you know, just let me know what topics you guys are interested in hearing about. I'm definitely trying to keep it fresh and talk about different, different things from week to week, some more serious, some more, you know, not serious at all, some more lighthearted. If you guys made it until the end of the episode, I would appreciate it so much if you left a quick review on the Apple Podcast app, if you have a spare, um, you know, 20 seconds. And thank you guys as always for listening and you will hear from me again next week. So have a really good rest of your week, you guys. And thank you so much for listening. Bye. Bye.